0: So, if you are new to the show, Jonathan Ramchand, the podcast, I am an actor extraordinaire. 19 years of service, diploma in theater arts. Thespian to the bone, ladies and gentlemen, and damn proud of it. Yes. Um, on the previous episode, I had some very interesting, uh, a very interesting situation. I had booked some acting work. Yes. Um, I had booked a little part on a crime reenactment show. A true crime reenactment show. um, A la uh, similar to Dateline, Forensic Files, 48 Hours, you know. Those, well actually 48 Hours and Dateline, they're not... They're more like, I guess, like a docu series, an investigative journalism show. This, the this that I got booked on, was more of like a reenactment show, like *Forensic Files*. They do like a reenactment of, a, of a murder case, right? Well, that went down the fucking tubes, you know. Let me tell you about it. So, um. I've been thinking about this because um, we're in a time of pandemic, a lot of change, and this is relatable across industry. I had this opportunity. I was very excited to do the work. I was very excited for some of the benefits. I was going to be able to be on a f- television set. I was going to be able to network with people. I was going to make, uh, I had the opportunity to make some money at my craft as an actor. So there was a lot. I was excited for but things didn't quite turn out the way they should they should have and as I reflect on this I'm like well I don't want to get lost in my imagination I don't want to get into my head and start making assumptions saying what was saying what wasn't saying how I personally feel or my personal ego all I'm gonna do here is um, Say what happened, how I grew from the situation, you know, I I think I handled it with professionalism, with um, poise and class. I grew from it. I learned from it, learned from it. And I just want to talk about that and if it's relatable to others and to try to take the positive message from the situation. So, a couple weeks ago, I get booked. Sorry, rather, a couple weeks ago, I audition. You know, a a thing that a lot of actors do, especially during pandemic, but more so just the trend in this time of the digital age. Um, it's probably been, well, you know, it's been going on for a while. A lot of times, even back in the VHS days, you know, like the VHS tapes, something you do as an actor, you can audition via tape, a self-taping. You do a little part, you record it. And back in the day, it was like VHS tapes, mini DV. You send it in. Well, now in this day and age, you can record it on your phone. You can record it, however, and then you can just email it. So a couple weeks back, I did a self-taping, an audition for this project. I didn't hear from them. So it was like, okay, that's just par for the course. Sometimes you're not wanted for a role, a part. You know, you don't have to think so much about it. That's just the way it goes sometimes. Sometimes you just, you don't get booked. There's a million reasons. Maybe you were um, not good enough. Maybe you were perfect, but you just had one slight aesthetic value that wasn't quite in line maybe you didn't quite look the part maybe your vibe your essence was like tonally tonally spot on but from an aesthetic value maybe you didn't quite suit the role there's a million reasons why you don't get a part so suffice to say i didn't get the part i was like okay whatever no big deal move on last Tuesday I get an email hi Jonathan it's so-and-so casting director from this project unfortunately um, we'd like you for a part in this production unfortunately it's not the part you auditioned for but we still think you would be great for the part are you available are you interested I said yes I'm interested I'm available I take the part so they book me boom you know I'm feeling good I'm like wow I got booked so this was last Tuesday last Thursday last Thursday two and a half days after they booked me I'm sitting around I'm like where's my script Where's my contract? They still, hadn't, they still hadn't contacted me with the script, the sides. They still haven't contacted me with my script, and they still hadn't contra- contacted me with my contract. Two and a half days later. So, um, two and a half days later, after being booked, I send them a follow-up email very uh cordial you know through my experience as a performer over 19 years i realized that heavy ego heavy arrogance it doesn't serve anything you know there's no point in me sorry folks (sighs) keep watching keep getting these views up keep my views going up sooner or later i'll have my own uh studio until then, I got to deal with the fucking trash of society. There's always some fucking alarm going off, a fire truck, some crackhead squawking outside my window, you know? But hey, yo, this podcast is, uh, you know, for the people, by the people. Anyways, um, uh, yeah, two and a half days after they booked me, I still don't have a script. I still don't have a contract. In my experience, there's no point in having an ego, there's no point in being arrogant about the matter. When you communicate with people, there's no point in trying to have some sort of bravado. Just say your point, make it clear, and be communicative. So that's the tone I took when I sent them the email. I sent them an email. Hey, it's Jonathan, just a little follow-up here. Um, Maybe there's some sort of mix-up. I understand it's kind of a busy time during pandemic. Um, I still haven't received my contract or my script. Actually, I think I said script. I even tried to keep it like, you know, hey, like, yes, of course, it's a business thing, but there's also the artistic and the, the love of just creation creating a project there's also that angle too so you know i just tried to be amicable hey i don't have the script yet like uh what's, what's up three hours go by then i get an email hi jonathan i've contacted the coordinator and you should have a contract and script soon regards so and so okay kind of blunt, kind of terse, kind of unapologetic, kind of oblivious. All right, whatever. A few hours go by. I still don't have a contract, don't have a script. Now we are two and a half days beyond when they booked me. It's the end of the business day. I'm due on set in a few hours. So it's the end of the business day. I'm due on set in a few hours. I still don't have a contract I don't have a script and they had two and a half days to hit me with this information so then I send them an email the casting director I send him an email hi it's Jonathan I understand during these times of pandemic a lot of businesses are struggling to maintain business as usual unfortunately I have not been contacted with a script or a contract. So I cannot be on board this project. I wish the project wellness and safety best, Jonathan. So then, magically, within like two minutes, I get a contract, I get a script via email, to which I respond, Thank you for the email. Unfortunately, the situation is the situation. And um, I forwarded uh, the email chain, the email chain where I had requested a contract, I had requested a script, and, you know, just to show the timeline. They had two and a half days in which to get me this information, and for whatever reason, they didn't. Then I get a phone call. I get a phone call, and I'll share the message with y'all. I get a phone call, and um, it just, it really, it really kind of boggled my mind, because it's like, why I'm so proud of myself in this situation, just to pat myself on the back. I'm so proud of myself, because it's like, I was just strictly business to the point. I canceled because... Here we are a few hours before I'm due on set. I don't have a contract. I don't have a script. They want me to travel out of town. It's like three hours out of town. The shoot, you know, the shooting location is like three hours out of Toronto. Well, more like, you know, it's like a two and a half hour trip for me, you know, from Toronto to Hamilton. It's about two hours, you know, so it's like all this travel time distance. I got no contract. I don't know if I'm getting paid or when I'm getting paid. I don't have a script. They just expect me to go do this. I'm not making this decision out of spite or ego. It's just sheer. It's sheer. Um, it's just... It's nothing personal. Strictly business. You know? There's no ego. There's no arrogance. There's There's just the reality of the situation. Then they hit me with this... email. They hit me with this... Um, The casting director hits me with this voicemail as if as if it's anything other than business like it's not personal i'm not making this decision or playing my cards out of any reason other than business so check this out You have no new messages, and one saved message. To play your messages, press 1. To change your greeting, press 3. To access your personal options, press 4. Saved message, Thursday, six thirty four 4 p.m. Sent by. Hi, Jonathan. This is... Um, I saw your last email, um, I'm really sorry about the situation, I've spoken to our coordinator, I think he sent out a script and a contract to you, um, uh, please just give me a call back, I, I, I'm sure you're very settled into this right now, but I would love the opportunity to change your mind, just give me a call back and, you know, let me talk to you for a sec, alright, have a good one, Bye. To replay this message, press 1. To pause at any time during message playback, press 2. To fast forward a message, de- message deleted. You have no more messages. You are at the main menu. Change your greeting, press 3. To access your personal options, press 4. To recover your deleted messages, press 7. To get a blowjob, press 5. So, um, you know, it's hilarious, right? A command or this call will be ended. Don't fucking threaten me! See, everyone's on my chops, you know? Fucking casting directors and fucking voicemails. Eh, if you, if I don't do something, you're gonna terminate the, the voicemail. Fuck you, go ahead. Jesus. See, like, you know, even fucking voicemails are on, on the chops of a fucking actor. You know, everybody's against you. But you see the point? You know, he wants to talk to me and... Oh, they could change my mind and diddle, da did, da did. It's like, why didn't they just treat me with basic civility? give me the booking information after they booked me, which would be the common sense thing to do, instead of putting me in a position where it's like, I'm due on set in a few hours, you know? Like, when they did send me the information, it was like 18 pages of script. So it's like, I had two and a half days, I would have had two and a half days to go through um, my part. Now, it's like the night before um, shooting, I get I get 18 pages of um, script like I should be I should be just you know packing my bags getting ready for the trip the next day going to bed early I shouldn't be oh, oh, what, what you know going over lines all stressed out and everything you know it's completely unprofessional it's like if you were to book like a plumber okay hey, I want you over at my house tomorrow will you do it okay to do what plumbing okay and then like as time nears on time nears on the plumber sends you an email hey i know i'm supposed to be at your house tomorrow to do some plumbing uh what's the contract like what's the budget and what am i doing still no information you don't respond it's like And that's what I learned, like as independent contractor, more or less, you know, that's kind of what I am as an actor. When I put myself out there on the free market, when I apply for work, I'm like an independent contractor. And, um, hey, like my intention was to serve the production. I was very excited for the production. I was aware of the production. I knew what the the production was, you know, it was a television show. Um, but Unfortunately, they didn't put me in a position where I could, I could be of service, you know? Instead of giving me all the information in a timely manner, they, they, they wait around to the last minute. And it was at the point where, you know, I was sitting there and I was thinking, like, can I manage this? Like, is there a way for me to correct this? Is there a way for me to make this situation work? And then I thought about it. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be there i don't want to be there and that's very important like when you're in a career when you're doing work especially of an independent contract nature well of any nature really you have to be aware of when you don't want to be there when you don't want to be there it's time to go i was like hey this whole thing started with me being excited having the best intentions now we're completely um 180 a complete 180 where it's like i don't care at all i don't want to be i don't want to be a part of this i'm done so i had to decline the part and you know i get to thinking like was it ego like were they playing some sort of ego game with me you see it in every industry right like there's a hierarchy a pecking order you know, like you see it in construction, you know. Hard hats. The site supervisor wears a white hard hat, you know. Um, an electrician, who is quite a big deal on a construction site, they're like one of the higher level trades. An electrician might wear a blue hard hat or a green hard hat. Then you got the plumbers who wear like a red or a blue hard hat. Then you got the day laborers who wear a yellow hard hat. Then you got the stupid little grunts who, you know what I mean? It's like this pecking order. Or like, uh, you know, maybe in an office, you know, you got the receptionist. Then you got the paralegals. Then you got the law team. And, you know, depending on where you sit in the pecking order is where you get to sit at the lunch table. You know, there's always some sort of ego right? So I I started thinking that. I'm like, why wouldn't they just give me the script? Why wouldn't they just give me the contract once they booked me? Is it some sort of ego thing? Because as I said, my part was kind of, you know, like I was happy for my part. It would have been a paycheck. It would have been an experience, a networking opportunity, but it was pretty low on the totem pole in the grand scheme of the production. So it's like, were they just playing some sort of ego game with me? Oh, we'll wait to the very last minute. But then it's like, I can't be getting lost in my thoughts and my imagination, you know? And that's where I felt I grew because in the past I had been very egotistical, arrogant, um, prone to a bruised ego, hurt feelings, making decisions out of emotion, where it's like, today, um, I took the chance of putting myself out there to get work as an actor. I booked a part. I was excited to do it. I went along with them as far as I could. They dropped the ball. And in dropping that ball, um, I wasn't able to have a real interest in the production. It's like you only get one chance to make a good first impression. You know what I mean? You only get one chance to make a good first impression. It's like I noticed something about them too. It's like all their um, all their ads. You know, like I got the job on an online database for actors. There's a paid online database that I subscribe to as an actor that posts paid work. I found them on this database. They were the only company out of the dozens of companies I read up on, on the dozens of ads that I read, even on my own profile. You know, when I uploaded my profile, my resume, my biography, all the little um, details regarding me as an actor... I double checked, I double read everything, I made sure that all the spelling, punctuation was on point. This company was the only company that had spelling errors, grammatical errors. You know, their ad just read very clumsy, a lack of detail, attention to detail. And my gut told me that when I read the when I read the ad for the part. When I saw the job posting, I was like, wow, this is the only company that you know has such a poorly worded ad. Grammatical errors, spelling errors. I'm like, hmm, they don't pay pay attention to detail. That was a clue to me. In my gut. But as like, you know, from a business perspective, as an independent contractor, I'm like, okay, well, I can't just make the assumption that This company is what this company portrays themselves as, like somewhat lacking in attention to detail. I mean, I don't know who these people are. It's my first interaction with them. This is a legitimate ad. This is a legitimate production. This is a legitimate situation. Let's give it a shot. Well, um, my gut instinct was right. They, I can't read any further into it other than they had a lack of attention to detail and to the point in which I didn't feel comfortable that I could add to the production. I'd rather not be a part of it. And I wished them well. And I meant it, you know what I mean? Like there's no feeling, there's no resentment, there's no anger. Like a slight annoyance, but that just goes with the territory. And I wished them well. And I was actually thinking, I was like, you know what? The cool thing would be if like... Because they obviously have quite a bit of a roster I'm sure they have people they can call. So, the cool thing would have been like, hey, if they caught if they got in contact with a different actor, got him all the information and everything went smoothly. You know, maybe this other actor who fills the role, maybe they really needed the part. Maybe they're really excited for it. Maybe they really needed the money. You know, it's like hopefully it all worked out. It just it just was a situation where from my angle, I I could not be on board the project. It just wasn't something I could do, you know. They dropped the ball significantly. And I, I, I didn't want to be a part of it. And, you know, that's relatable across industry, whatever you do, you know. Knowing your boundaries, knowing what you will accept and what you won't accept, knowing your trade. You know, it would have been a complete different situation had they, uh, you know, had that been the setup, you know, you get that midnight hour call, Jonathan, we got a roll for you. We're shooting tomorrow morning. Can you make it there? Can you get this memorized? Can you be a part of this? As an independent contractor, you have to have that get up and go, that gumption. Yes, I'll take on the challenge. Yes, I'll take the part. And then you take it. But When somebody has, like, two and a half days to fill you in with vital information in order for you to do the job, and they choose not to, or they forget to, or whatever the reason, it's like... there has been some sort of anxiety created. Some sort of anxiety created, you know? And now everybody's under the gun to... Get this information to me now I'm under the gun to memorize this information now like it's I'm sorry this is unprofessional I cannot be on board so that's relatable to anybody just knowing those boundaries knowing what you're working with and what you're willing to do and um, you know moving forward uh, I have nothing but um, I have uh, I have an honesty because it's really like nothing. you know it's really no feeling. It's like I acted out of I acted out of integrity. Everything that happened there I dealt with with integrity. there's really no feeling. I'm just on to the next challenge and um, it feels good to have that growth and uh, I just want to keep growing with it. Hallelujah. So there you have it folks, Jonathan Ram Churan, actor extraordinaire. <laughs>